Hello, and welcome. Welcome back. Episode three. How many episodes do you reckon we're going to go where we're not surprised that we're actually here again? Um, every single episode. I think we'll it'll be, be everyone. Or 1,000? Or 1,000. Maybe 2,000. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. 2,000 is a bit of a big goal, but yeah, we're going, everyone. And um, this is going to be a really big episode. I've been really excited about this all day, I've to be honest. I've been hanging out for this episode. We previewed it a bit last week when we said this will be our AFL preview for the 2021 season. And we'll be getting bloody mentions non-stop. Yep. People just want it so badly. They want it so badly. The people have spoken and we're going to deliver. Oh, we will. I'm not surprised, but we're just going to be going through some of our uh, AFL predictions, such as obviously ladder predictions. Yep. Uh, Go through like the Brownlow medalists, Normie, who's going to win the premiership. The lot. The demons. No. Anyway. And we'll preview pretty much uh, most teams in a little bit of depth. Yep. More of the interesting teams and I reckon I've definitely got some interesting placings. Yep, we'll go through uh, a few All-Australians we like in the look of, potential All-Australians. Yeah, We're not going to give you Dustin Martins and Dangerfields. No. We're going to... Bit of a, you know, first-timers. Maybe yep. a second time if it's been a bit of a pause between the last couple. Yeah, players so, who are going to take a big step up from last yeah, year. pretty much. Or not even a big step up necessarily. No. Maybe they'll be unlucky to miss out. Just a little leap. Just yeah. A, just a little step. That's just all it is. A little, little baby step. Uh, but yeah, and we're going to... Also, go with a rising star as well. Yeah. Uh, Matt Real is the hot favourite at the moment, but we'll see how we go with that one. We'll see how we go. And uh, Winget Defensive Player of the Year. Yep. Much, much needed. We will award someone the Winget Defensive Player of the Year award come the end of the season we as will. well. And we'll make a trophy for them. We and will. Send it to them. Yep, send it to them. They'll be very we happy will. to get it. Yeah, they'll be stoked. Well, they'll be the highlight of their season, so... Uh, but no, yeah, I'll come up with a few different weird ones for that. So yep. I've been chopping and changing all day. And, and uh, yeah, then we'll get into a little bit of NBA, not too much. Obviously, yeah, we just going time. Over, yeah, going over the All-Star game uh, yeah. and everything like that. Obviously, uh, LeBron, Team LeBron winning. Uh, and then we'll go over a little bit of Cam Stables. It's maybe on the back burner this week after what happened last week. Some things are better left unsaid. Definitely. Oh, we'll cover Cam Stables when we get to it. It's yeah. not my fault at all. Oh, it's called Camp Stables. Um, I, so I think it is only yeah, your fault. Nah, nah, I'm not too sure about that. You know, there's roughies coming out. Everyone's asses on the weekend. So. Yeah, not wrong. It was pretty It was a stinker gross. of a weekend for horse racing. You did call the cup with your predictor and didn't even get on it. So yep. that's pretty interesting. Love that. Uh, and yeah, then we'll go over a couple of hot wings just for the AFL season. So obviously a hot take of the week. That's our favorite segment and your favorite segment as well, I'm yep. sure. So. Without any further ado, let's get into it. Let's get into it. And so. by the way, we have not gone over. No. Like, we don't know who. I just saw your number one and I knew it would be your number one. Yeah. But we have not actually. We have no, no idea who any of our predictions are or player wise nah. for these awards. So. I've done a little bit of right up on mine as We might have that. a bit of an argument, which Joel Taylor really wants to see. Joel Taylor, another shout out for another podcast. Yeah. And yeah, he's going to get his argument that he really wants. So. He's not going to listen to the 2017 MVP discussion, no. which everyone else wants to hear apart yeah. from him, but he does want to hear a bit of argy-bargy, so... Yeah, and you'll get some today. All right, without any further ado, let's you, kick into it. You kick it off, mate. I'm happy to start off with a ladder prediction. Yeah, definitely. So, I dare say I'm going to work from the bottom up. Um, I'll do the bottom very quickly, because no one really gives two shits. No. Um, Crows is a lock for a wooden spoon. Definitely. Uh, can't look at any team that they will potentially play and go, they're going to win that game. I put them dead last today and then went and did the ladder predictor where you choose who wins every game. Yeah. And I didn't even realise I gave them no wins. So. I, did, I think I gave them one and I feel like I don't even know who that was. I think I clipped them by accident. Yeah. I cannot see them winning a game. They will They will win a game. They're not going to go 0-22. How many games are there this year? I think 22. 
They're not going to go on 22. They'll probably win four or five games in, in all honesty, but I can't give them any locks at no, all. I wouldn't be better. So, like North Melbourne might be the only team that they could beat, and they're playing North Melbourne at Marvel. So you're going to yeah. back North Melbourne. Anyway, Crows at the bottom, North Melbourne, and then Sydney and Hawthorne. So that's my bottom oh, four. Okay. Yeah, we differ already. So I, I'm not, I, I think that's going to be pretty stock standard, those four, though. Sydney, yeah. yeah Sydney's not looking great. Hawks, but not, we're not sure. Sydney's just got a lot of good young players. Are you they're hearing a lot they've about They've got good players like Luke Parker as well. Yeah, and exactly. Heaney. JPK. Yeah, I, they're probably too low, honestly, third yeah. last. I but, felt uh, bad putting in there, but I didn't want to put them above anyone else, really, to be honest. Exactly. Um, so then that's the bottom so four. Tell me why the Hawks... I just don't see how they can improve at all on last year. Yeah. Like, at all. They've, I was pretty passionate about this as well. They've got in Cole Hardigan. Cool. They've lost Tom Scully. Okay. Yeah. And, like, it's just... And, and they've drafted a key defender. And that's seems, big. Well, it seems like they're having a bit of an issue with uh, Pato as well. Yeah, Pato's another one. So. They've got Sick Dog, who's out for the year. Yep. We do like Sick Dog. Sick Dog's great. Uh, he's, that means their best player. Yeah. And is, who's the captain again? I actually can tell you. Because they changed captain. I think it might be Sid Dog. Oh, we're probably wrong on that. We didn't do And they research. lost Isaac Smith as well. Lost Isaac so... Smith. They lost Frawley. A big locker room losses. There's I, uh, more losses than we think. Yeah. Like when you start naming That's why I don't see any upgrade for Hawthorne. I think nah, they're probably not. a six-win team purely thanks to Alistair Clarkson being their coach. Yeah. Um, they'll win their games in Tasmania because they do do that well. Stratton as well. Gone. Stratton gone. See you to... Captain gone. Poppy as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, the, and the guys that they have had have proven they can't stay in the park. Tom Mitchell's one yeah. of them. Tom Wingard's another one. They've proven they year. can't stay in the park. So Hawthorne, I think they're a bottom four side. Well, where you have Hawthorne with a 15. Yep. Uh, don't mind if I jump in here. Go for it. Are we... Yeah, we're going to go like yeah. the whole list together, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, so Essendon, I've got there. Yep. So the big word I've got for Essendon this year, I don't want to spend too much time on it, but it's experiment. Very experimental. You see, new how, coach, you see, yeah, new coach, Rutten, uh, the truck, Brent, uh, and also they've got um, Heppel playing off the back Half flank. He's been a bit of a fantasy talk about that as yeah, well. Yeah, I don't like it though. Trying to replace Adam Saab with Heppel, I'm You're not losing a lot of speed. A lot of speed. You're but upgrading in bull use. I was going to say bull use is going to be upgraded. I like, like. I don't mind it, but it doesn't change enough for me. No, and he only played like four games last year. Exactly. As well, so he's not very. Fit. He's been pretty. He's been pretty hard done by with injuries. For Big a few gone. years now. And uh, yeah, and you got Kyle Hooker, who who looks good when he goes back, yeah. uh, but now has to go... Oh, well, has to go back now. Looks good yeah. when he's forward, rather, uh, because bloody Hurley's yeah, out Hurley's with a hip infection, let's yeah, believe. Stiff. Yeah, no good. So they reckon he's going to be back this year, but the bloke's not walking at the moment, so no. I'd find it hard for him to get back. And no, uh, done her replacement. I know he hasn't played much over the last three years, but... no. Still, yeah, they, this is true. Yeah, it's another you know one. What I mean, they no, brought in two Peter, uh, two meter Peter, which is absolutely means absolutely nothing to anyone. I don't know how how many play, games he played over the last. No one really cares. Years. Couldn't yeah. tell you. Probably under ten. Wouldn't surprise me. So, but that's the bottom four for myself yeah. and for you, isn't it? Yeah, for me as well. Yeah. So I got Freo next. Who have you got? I've gone Gold Coast fifth last. Wow! Oh right. my gosh! I've got Gold to Coast up a fair bit to get Gold Coast fourteen. Um, what? Yet again, just don't see much improvement. I think. I think. The kids look good, don't get me wrong, and Raul looks great, and Noel Anderson looks great. But these kids aren't going to make huge jumps in the second year. A lot of times, these kids who look really good, they plateau on that second year. So oh, I just see a bit of a plateau. I mean, they're going to be nice. I might win six, seven games, but I just nah. they're just going to plateau. I think I think they might have finished fifth last last year. I hate that. I think they're going to plateau. They get More the best player back. Whoop-de-doo. How do we know? He is. We don't know. We're he going off. We're going off like what is it? Three games. 
Yeah, we're not even. We're, we're talking less than two hours of game time. We're going off with him. Yeah, we don't wrong. know. No, I I completely disagree with that. That you won't be hearing me say Gold Coast name for a while. Alrighty, oh. So going fair a bit up. Yeah, but I got Frio in there. I just, I I don't. I love Frio. I like yeah. a lot of their team, but I just don't see how they they're going to improve. That's that's the thing with all of these teams around this. Like, Tab this was part. hot last year. Oh yeah, Tab and I. He was unbelievable was last all year. All Australian. Got a forty. Yeah. I think. I don't think he made he the final team, but I think he made. No. Could have been a. F- it was definitely the 40. regardless. He was. He just had a rip season. Career great, season. Yeah. Uh, Fife played well at forward last year as well, and obviously yep. like Sarong, Chera, and Brayshaw back in the midfield together. Oh, Sarong looks uh, like he's going to be a gun. Yeah, yeah. We've only seen one season from them as yeah. well, so. Who really knows what it's going to be with them? Like, obviously, Sarong getting the rising star last year. I think. Yeah. Yeah, you put a bit of cash on that, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, but I, I just don't see how they improve. I think if they're going to improve, it's going to mean a lot of Fife midfield time, which I don't think they want to do. No, I don't think they want to do it, and I think that's far from the direction they want to steer into. They want to keep that Sarong and Mundy too, with Chera coming in and Brayshaw coming in as well. So yeah, keep the young legs flowing. Yeah. And, and just Luke get Ryan everything you out. can out of Monday. So Luke, oh, but Monday's getting on, and Luke Ryan's out. Uh, he's like a fine wine right now, Monday. He's, oh, he is. He's you put the ball in that man's hands in the last ten seconds. Of the oh, game, I'm very 100%. happy. So exactly. Um, yeah, who, who have you got next? Thirteenth. I've got the Bombers here at thirteen. Oh, okay, for much the white, same reasons, I presume. Same reason, but the reason I've got Essendon above Gold Coast and Hawthorne and Sydney is you look at them on paper and you go and you think, all right, who's going to be the best? Who's got the better names? Yeah, I want. I Top think. I think Zach Merritt. Dylan Shiel, Heppel. Um, I'm missing some big ones here, but regardless, I know that all right, I've got those players that I can at least trust yep. to pull out some results. I mean, Zach Merrick's a, a lot for my fantasy team, and he's yeah. He, these other players, I can trust them enough to go. All right, they're going to give me. They're going to give me something. And especially in preseason, Merritt was on fire. Exactly, and I like Sam Draper as a ruck. I think he's going to be a really good player, Sam Draper as well. Yep. South, South, South Aussie boy. Um, I just trust those boys to get. Essendon over the line in a lot of those close games, like when they go to, when they play a, let's say they play a Jeremy West at Marvel, for example, I'm going to back in someone in like that. I'm going to yep. back in Essendon to get those big boys over the line in those tight games. Yeah. That's really my only rationale for them that high. I know what you mean. Yeah, exactly. But in the 13th, I've got Hawks for the reasons we mentioned before. So. And Alistair Clarkson pretty much really is the only reason why they might not be dead last. Exactly right. And yeah. those Tazzy games as well helps them quite yeah, a lot. So. 100% it does. But at my 12th, I don't think... Oh, no. Okay, I've just seen yours. I've gone Freo at 12. Yeah. Much for the reason it was Essendon. Yeah. I trust Monday. I trust Fife. I think Sarong's going to be a gun. Yeah. That's pretty much it. My 12, I've gone GWS. Yeah, see, I've, got, I've got, got them at 11. 11. I've got them at so, 11. So, oh, look, you lose talent. I heard there was someone in GWS that said Zach Williams is the most talented player in the team. Yeah, I completely forgot about him leaving. Shit. Which I, I believe, like, he's unbelievable. He's not really... It doesn't look like the fittest bloke out there. No. Like, it doesn't win the 2K time trials. No. But far out, he's just an, he's just an absolute well, he, animal in the clearance. He's a more impactful player than, say, Lockie Whitfield. Yeah, definitely. Lockie Whitfield or might Kelly. win the 2K time trial and give you a 35 touches. Yeah. But Williams does the damage. That's the thing with their team. Like, I look at the players like, as you said, Whitfield or, or Kelly. And they're dream players, team players. They're just... I think they're soft. They're dream team players, really. Yeah. They, they love getting their marks. They love getting their touches around the back. But, they but gonna, they're not going to win you a game. Are really. they going to get their head cut open? No. No, they're not going in, like, head over the ball. So. And Jeremy Cameron was the only passionate tech player on that team, really, from the look of it. Yeah, Him and wrong. Toby Green. So and obviously, they've lost Jeremy Cameron. Oh, yeah. That's... So, and he was their 
How do you replace 60 goals? Well, it was him and Toby Green going forward. Yeah. And then it was like Himmelberg and Finlayson, who was a defender, were getting put up front. And it's like, that was my rationale. Something around them. Who kicks the goals now? We are no, trusting Himmelberg no and Finlayson. Like, and Toby Green, I mean, Toby Green, I think, is a top 10 player in the AFL. Yeah. But that's it. Yeah. And they just continue to underachieve, even oh. with all that talent. Like, you Heath look Shaw at what they've as well. Hey, Shaw's gone. And then, like, they've got a really young back line now. Yeah, they do. Oh, it's they're so bringing young. a couple of rookies. Isaac as well. Cumming will play most games. Cumming this year. will play and take uh, all the kickouts as well. Yeah. So, having that sort of, oh, obviously, good player and everything coming, but having him making the decision instead of the librarian, I don't know. Yeah, no. Hey, Isaac Cumming, though. Bit of a shout for Dream Team. Yeah, I was thinking that. He took 60% of the... Yeah, you saw that? That's 60% what, of the kickouts last year. I was year. hitting miss on him. I think he's 330k off top of my head. Don't quote me on that. Yeah. And I thought, oh, you know what? Nah. But mm. when I see that kickoff st- kickout start, I went... I like it. Chess I kind of like cheap it. cheap points. It's cheap points. 100% it is. Exactly. And they play on every single time. They do, so, yeah. Like, no one... Everyone gets their... Every their, single one. Their foot out the, the uh, every square this time one. just to get their, their DT points and their kicks, so... Right, yeah, Jeremy West. I think they're going to be. They'll win some games. They'll beat some good teams, but they're not going to be consistent. So no. I just see them being around that ten to twelve part. Yeah. And, All right. And Liam Cameron's on the hot seat as well. Oh, is he? Yeah. So enough about Jeremy West. Now on to position number ten on the ladder. Oh, I'm on my eleven. I'm oh, sorry, on to eleven. Yeah, you, yeah. So you've got go eleven. West Coast. Wow. I know. I really, really don't rate them. No, I was thinking the same thing as well. Like. Aging list. They were the tough Big one for me. Time. And you know what's been talked up a fair bit? What? Rioli coming in mid-season. Yeah, like that like, apparently is a big deal. It's it's a small forward. Rioli, yeah, he's really talented and everything yeah. for sure. Is he going to change his season around? No. no. But they're acting like he's going to. They are acting like he is literally Cyril Rioli. Yeah. And Shannon Hearn getting on a little bit. Shepard definitely getting on a little bit. Made All-Australian last year. I love Shepard. I'll back him in the hill, but still getting on a little bit. And then, or every single star player on that team is getting on. Yeah, and then even players at teams like GWS are, are taking McGovern and Barris like away from each other. I'll take them on runs. So, yeah, exactly. They just just running them down the field just 100%. so they can't make like do what they do what they've been doing so well for the last oh, for a long, few long years. time. So the only argument against that I'd say is obviously they're back in Perth now. That's uh, my but thing. I think there's going to be an issue with Perth. You can't get in and out of Perth right now. It's not a lock, is it, to say no. that they're going to be yeah, You have to quarantine to go into Perth at the moment. It's a very good point. So how they're going to get in and out, that's going to be a bit of an issue. And I don't know. I just... Well, from it, what they showed last year with all the stuff with the hub, and I, was, I wasn't just a fan of that at all. Yeah, no. They were, it was a really soft, in my opinion. It was. Obviously, I don't know what it was locking the hub, so it could have been really horrendous being away from your family and things like that. But I just thought it was really soft. Everyone else had to put up with it. So yeah. it wasn't like just they were the only no, ones. No, it wasn't just so. Exactly. But no, they're, they're an interesting one, this West Coast. Dare I say, they were the hardest one to put on this list. I just didn't know what to expect from them. So yeah, I'll definitely. get to them in a moment. I've still got them a little bit higher. Yeah. But yeah, they're a tough one. All right. Number 10. I've gone Collingwood. We're matching. Yeah, I've got Collingwood as yeah, well. Yeah, I think they just they, they look like the pinnacle for just an, just an outside the 18, don't they? But Adams know, is out, I don't know how long for, but out yeah. enough. Trelaw's a loss. I don't care what anyone says, Trelaw out is a loss. Yeah. Jeremy Howe, is he going to be back to full fitness? You know what the biggest it's thing is for me? It's just a bit meh. It's the off-the-field issues. And that's the, it's a huge underlying factor. Yeah, I just don't see that, like them having full focus in every no. game. And Buck's coming out and saying he's happy to quit his job right now if it's the best thing for the Collingwood Football Club. That's ridiculous. Like, that is the, what, what, one of the worst ridiculous w- things I've ever heard a coach say go into a year. 100%. How can you play and think, all right, let's go to Wharf with him if he's happy to get out the way right now? Seems it like just doesn't seem 
right or make any sense. I don't get it. It's always got one foot out the door to me. Oh, 100% it does. So, yeah, that's Collingwood. I don't have anything more to say on them. Man, yeah. they've got enough talent on that team to win games, but they're not going to win enough to make finals. Simple as that. They'll be close. Definitely. They'll be two games out of the finals, dare I say. Yeah, and it's a little bit unfair. Like, obviously, last year, they made a final, won a final. Yeah. So, for us to say that, I don't know, but big losses and, and as 100%. you said, and aging lists as well. So, all of them getting on a little bit. They're not like the young, springy players they used to be, like Jeremy Howe. No. Uh, but, yeah, we'll see how we go with that. Only time will tell. All right, number nine. Oh, not gonna even let you start. Uh, I'm going. I'm going Gold Coast. So I, I wow, you got Gold Coast one out of finals. Well, I tossed and turned. I actually had them in finals all oh day. Oh my god, they were in the eighth spot oh, all day. Dogger. No, I was really, really keen on them because they're getting they're getting Matty Rao back. Last we year don't even they were. Know. Last year they were really trending up. Every single player on that list has got better. You know they did the same thing two it. years ago. They won like three of their first three games and then didn't win a game for us a season. No, no, no. They're, they're trending up. Oh, my God. I love it. You get Noah Anderson, who's get, getting better. Charlie Ballard, who's always getting better. Sam Collins, who I toss, toss and turns with my defensive player of the year. Yeah, no, very, very good player. Oh, that's no, I love their list. I love what they're doing. And But not yet. And they just bought it to Stewie Jew. They just bought it. Oh, they are, and I love that. They oh. want to go to war for him. Exactly. Yeah, he's the opposite do. of Buckley. Absolutely. Quite opposite. That's why I love it. But Stewie Jew, if you do listen, you are my favourite player of all time. We'll get you on the pod eventually. Don't Carry worry. on. Yeah, we'll get on the pod easy, but just not yet. We're not ready yet for you. Carry on. Um, and who have you got with your ninth? I, got, I actually understand this. I've got it. your beloved D's at nine. Um, Doesn't make any sense to me, to be honest. I look at the D's and just go, they've got Ben Brown in, which I think is... The most underrated recruitment of the year. Definitely. Um, he's going to have injury clouds. I'm not sure how long this yeah. knee injury... Knee? Yes. How long yeah. um, this is out for. Well, he's, he's only had miss, surgery three weeks ago. Yeah, so. He's going to miss some time. And I think Ben Brown, he's going to give you 60 goals. And yeah. that's exactly what you need. So that's why I think you're going to be fighting for that eighth position. Yeah. But I don't think you've just got just enough. You're, I dare I say you'll miss out on that eighth position by like a goal or two in percentage. It's going to be tight. That's... Seven, eight, nine, ten is gonna be very tight. Twenty sixteen, and I think yeah, I think you're gonna be the one that unfortunately has to give way. Twenty sixteen, that's West Coast. That's only playing in the last round. Yes, I do against Crows. Crows allegedly, from a source that I found out, threw the game a little bit. The Crows, so that the West Coast <laughs> could win and get into finals because they'd rather play them in the finals than the D's. We lost by like point one six of a percentage or something. Suck to suck, doesn't it? Brutal. But that's what I've got in your D's. You can get to, I'll let you speak about your days when you get to them in your, in your letter. Well, they're, they're still a way up. Jeez. Still a fair way up. So, so we told you from the start there's going to be biased opinions. We're looking we're looking top four. Oh, my God. No, no, no. I've not got that one. But no, next I've got Carlton. So yep. I was tossing and turning, putting them in there. Like, or they were, they were out for most of the day, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. And now they're back in. Like, I just see, like, who are the two players you'd want off halfback? Oh, 100%. They've got Zach sort of, Williams and Sart. They've literally gone out and got them. And they've got players like Newman and Doherty behind them who could... Exactly right. That the, that defence is overloaded. It's unbelievable. That And overloaded. then you've got Weedering and Jones who are like... And I'm about Weedering after. Oh, we definitely will. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so, okay. That's a bit of a hint there. I yeah. didn't even know that. But yeah, Weedering, unbelievable last year. Like, you even saw from Weeders... Uh, Hopefully he's all good, by the way. We still aren't 100% sure oh, after the oh, preseason. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Thought, he's gone down, but... I think the lo- I googled today no news, oh, okay, but okay. they're thinking fine. Hopefully it's alright. Yeah. yeah, but boy, at least hopefully we're back. Yeah, now two three. So. Yeah, oh, I think so. But Wade is even in his BNF speech uh, thanked Jones. He's yeah. like, I couldn't done couldn't have done this without you. 
Yeah. And it's like, it just shows the camaraderie in that Carlton locker room. 100%. And we know the Carlton locker room sort of well. So yeah. it's good camaraderie in there. That's true. I'll be guest episode soon. Yes. Uh, who knows? Honestly, no idea. Uh, yeah, and I'm just I'm just really, I'm bought into them this year. Paddy Cripps was talking on the uh, Dylan Friends podcast again. Shout out to them. Yeah. Uh, and he's gone and said last year, he tried to lose a bit of size yeah. so that he can just be quick. Yeah. And he said it's the worst thing he's done in his career. So he's gone this year and put on two, three kilos of muscle again. Right. And he's just going to bull people this year. Which is what you want from Patrick Cripps. Exactly right. I don't understand why he actually want to get any faster. I find Patrick, I'm, I'm telling Patrick Cripps to get heavier. Huge. Yeah. Because like you've got Sam Walsh and Zach Williams on the outside. You don't need to, you don't need to be outside. No. We want you to be a Ben Cunnington bull. Like yeah, Tom Rockliffe. You've got a 6'3 frame on you. We want you to be Tom Rockliffe. Huge. And you're good enough, you can burst out the pack and be more than a Tom Rockliffe. So, yeah. be the pig, and you or the rest will do, the rest will, the rest will talk for him. And that's why he's a lock in my, um, fantasy. In my fantasy team this yeah. year, DT. Interesting. He's definitely going to be in there, because I just think he, with that extra side, he's going to be a bull again, back to his best. I can see that. Alright, well then for 8, I've got West Coast at 8. Um, purely because I think it's the last roll of the dice for that team. It is. This is the last roll of the dice. Elliot Yode's got injury clouds over him already. Yep. McGovern, you know, like we said before, they're all getting old. This is the last roll. This is the last year that all of them can give it a crack. Yeah. Um, and back and I just back them in to win, you know, ninety percent of the games at home, and then I'm going to back them in to win forty percent of the games on the road. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe not forty percent, but though the easy teams on the road they'll beat. And they'll win most of their games at home. That's probably going to give you 14 wins. So it's maybe, hard to argue Maybe 12 with wins, 12, 13, 14 wins. And that's enough for finals. That's why I was a bit hesitant putting them outside of finals. Yep. But I think it's those games that over the last few years, just because of their pure talent, yep. they've just scraped over the line. I've done like, a lot of those. Wasn't there one in the finals against Port? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Anyway, um, and they just scrape over the line. And I think that, that might just taper off this year and it might get them two or three less wins. But that's, sort of, side, that's sort of how quick it can be. On the flip side, there's a reason why they scrapped over those games because they have the experience to do yep. it. So, but you're right. I think this is the last roll of the dice. They'll sneak in. Yeah, fair enough. I don't mind it, to be honest. But next, seven, who have you got? I've gone the Western Bulldogs. Um, wow, really? Yeah, I've gone the Western Bulldogs. I could probably put them higher, but I don't... I think it's been an experiment still. It is. Um, that, I don't know how that midfield's going to work with all those players who all play the exact same role. Um. All play the exact same role. No idea how it's going to work. Their forward line screams nothing but mediocrity. Yeah. Um, unless Bond and Pelly plays forward. Even then, who trusts Bond with a set shot? No one. So, no, not really. Um, yeah, defence is great. Midfield looks stacked. Who's kicking goals? Norton can't stay in the park. Bruce, yeah. well, that's prestigious. We have seen Bruce give absolutely nothing but donuts. What about Oogle Hagen? Yeah, this I don't could, know if he that's could, how you pronounce he it. He could be... The absolute difference maker, but I could also see him not playing. His next factor. I could see him not playing. Yeah. Well, I could see them going. All right, let's just put him in VFL for a year. I can't say that. I have got. I just. I just don't. Yeah, nothing. uh, Bulldogs. I think they're gonna be a great team. I'm not discrediting them them at all. Yeah. But I can't go any higher than seven because the six teams above them, I think, are just so much better. Yeah. This is actually no disrespect to Bulldogs. It's just how tight the competition is this year. Dare I say, if this Bulldogs team was lined up how it was right now two years ago, I could see them as a top four team, but. Nah, not not yet. Gee, speaking of top four teams, I just had a look at your list. Uh, that's very interesting. Yeah, I'll get on to that after when we get to it. Yeah, it's seven. Oh, I've got the Mighty Demons. Yeah. So. That, I'm happy were, you didn't go any higher than they that. They were around first, second, all day. 
But uh, I knew you'd harass me on the podcast if I put them in the top two. So yeah, obviously well, the yeah, Demons, would. you look at them last year, we were picking up towards the end and then we just fell off being inconsistent classic Demons, losing easy games. We had to beat Frio, Sydney and oh, no, someone else and then we lost Frio and Sydney somehow. No idea. Yeah, that sounds about right. Both in like four days as well. That's a very Melbourne thing. I was very upset, but... You look at it, Simon Goodwin's contract is on the line this He's year. He's on the hot seat. Um, they will have to buy him out, but they look, could look to move on. There's a lot of talk about that. I really like Simon Goodwin. He was always my favourite Crows player growing up. Yeah. Uh, so I think I like him as a coach as well, but his yeah. track record but hasn't given you much. No, not at all. But we've got, obviously, Big Benny Brown. We need goals up front. I think that's huge. And for the start of the season, goals up front is not what we're going to have because no Benny Brown for at least the first round. Yeah. Uh, probably two, three rounds, to be honest. No Wiedemann for 10 weeks. That's huge. That's so a long time as well. Someone's going to have to step up. Little that's a long Nibbler's, time. Nibbler's going to go after you on there. Spargo. Oh, God. You know, Spargo, awesome. We've got Majak Dorr. Just signed today. Is he going to play? He's actually going to play. He's signed, has he? Signed today. There you go. Uh, and another fellow on the rookie list as well. Oh, I forget his name. Hayden or something. Right, yeah. All right. But, you know, it's all looking up for us this year. Like, obviously, you got Petrarca, whose breakout season was last year. Yeah. Going to do this same again this year. Yeah. And just see who else can, can follow that, following his footsteps. So, I think for the first bit of the season, you're going to see Petrarca as the key forward a little bit. Right. Yeah. I'm not going to like it that much. Don't but get it. just while the other boys are out. Yeah, no, got to got to put yeah, a, a big meatball in there, uh, and Lukey Jackson, Dogger, yeah, they call him Dogger. Well, they think he's going to be really good down forward this year, don't they? He's going to be unbelievable, they, especially as I said, we need that big key forward at the start of the year. Yeah, he's super athletic. He can play second ruck. Obviously, he's a bit of a different uh, ruckman to Gorn, who's more yep. of tap ruck work. craft. Yeah, yep. tap work, uh, and he's more just athletic runner, so like Draper yep. a little bit as well. Yeah, so, yeah, it's really exciting this year. Hopefully. Uh, we can sneak into the finals and uh, yeah. I'll be flying over to Melbourne to watch them in the grand final well, that would be pretty good well, I can easily see you guys scraping into, scraping into finals I don't yeah. have you there but I can see it 100%. yeah it's Sorry. one of those ones 100%. yeah, yeah. alright well at 6 I've gone St Kilda um, yeah. I think they're going to be a very good team this year I don't really need so much more about them they were good last year yeah they are going to be better this year definitely um, great, additions. Think, great additions great additions um, I think Snake Higgins, I think him going to St. Kilda meant nothing to me. But watching him in that preseason game, he, he had a plate of blinder. Yeah, I was hoping... He had 27 touches and three goals. or something ridiculous. I was hoping you could explain that to me. Yeah. Because, like, obviously we love Snakes. But... But uh, oh, why oh, is he, he so it, highly rated? It's like saying that uh, West Coast is going to be great with Rioli back. Yeah, It's exactly. a similar thing. It's like he's just a small forward, but he played really bloody well. So, I don't know. Him and Butler's a nice, really nice small forward midfield. I think Jack Steele's unreal. And uh, Loney in the yeah. in the preseason snaked four or five goals. So, so I think they're going to win enough games to be that. I'm uh, not top four, but five six. And that back line is just like unbelievable. Yeah, got Dougal Howard. Yeah, unreal. And you got Wilkie, uh, and then you got like Carlisle, and you've got um, Frawley back there as well. So. Hopefully yeah, Frawley's all right. But, yeah, hopefully he's all right. I don't know if yes. it was a hammy. There's it, no news on it, actually. Yeah, there hasn't been much news coming out at all, so... No, yeah, no news about the injuries, take, keeping it close to their yeah. chest, but... Uh, what was that, your sixth? Yeah, one last thing on St. Kilda. Oh, sorry, yeah. They are the second oldest list in the AFL. No, oh, the oldest. Sorry, the oldest. I find that unbelievable. Yeah, because we talk about Geelong as an old list. Yeah, and it, I same, think I'm exact, gonna... same age. That's unreal. Yeah, I and you look think St Kilda, this team on the rise, these young kids on the rise, and you actually break it down. You go, no, you're not. Yeah, 
No, you actually aren't a young team on the rise at all. So that's why I've got them at six and think they'll, they'll play a prelim this year, dare I say. Because that team's old and they've got to go now. They actually do got to go now. Yeah. That defense is not exactly young. Definitely not. Like Frawley is a no, no-brainer and um, Carlisle, they're 32 plus, both of them, dare I say. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's, we'll just, it's surprising. But we'll see how we go six. with the Saints. So I think that's a little bit low for them, uh, yeah. just because of some of the acquisitions over the off-season. So yeah. uh, in sixth, I've got Geelong. So Geelong at six. Yeah, I just don't. Oh, no, no, no. Hear me out. So what Four. is with, nah, what, Joel Taylor will hate this. Yeah, but will. what is with Geelong this season? <laughs> if you told me right now they'd finish outside the top four yeah. and win the grand final, I believe you. Yeah, okay. I can see it happening. You've got an old list, so yeah. they might have to like... Bit of resting with like Higgins yeah. uh, and all those all those over thirties they've got Smith, Smith everyone all yeah. the over thirties they've got Selwood and everyone these are over over thirty as well yeah not, not fresh thirty like, these are thirty three plus they yeah they've been over thirty for the last three yeah. or four years um, they're gonna have to rest them a little bit obviously a huge possibility of injuries yeah uh, which we don't want to see obviously but it is is part of the game unfortunately so um, yeah there can always be injuries with that so I just can't trust them for the the uh, home and away season no but if it comes finals and they win it all yeah I wouldn't be surprised but that that's not really a knock on them putting them sixth I just think that's where they're going to finish over the home and away 23 rounds yeah. so and yeah you're fifth I've gone Richmond at five um, I think Richmond have proven they don't need to give a shit about home and away seasons yep. to win flags I mean last year I think they still finished fourth um, but you know they won both home finals uh, both finals away from home that don't phase me. Right. Um, I don't think they finished top two in three either of their three play fake. Yeah, you might be right. You might be there. You might season, be right there as so. well. Um, but yeah, I think yeah, Richmond don't have to say much about them, do I? No. They got they got to be there. They'll be there at the point at the end of the season, home and away season. It just has to something something has to happen for Richmond. Yeah, that's it. No, I, I'm in, in agreement there. Like you can have Richmond anywhere in the top four or five and yeah. it just doesn't really matter. You're just going to put them in there somewhere and exactly. you're not it's really like sort itself out. saying, well, I've literally written down here Richmond because they're the Tigers. Yeah, that's all, and that's all you need to say. It is. Uh, and for my fifth, oh, I've got St Kilda. Yeah. So not too far away from yours. I wanted to have them a little bit higher, but for all the reasons you're saying, like the ageing list, they, they are the oldest list in the AFL. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I, I couldn't quite put them right up there just in, in case of some of the injuries like Carlo. Always struggles with hand injuries, it seems. Yeah. Uh, Frawley with soft tissues, unfortunately. Um, and But adding in Brad Crouch is, it goes, goes without saying. Yeah, it's going to be, that's the wild card for that team. Yeah. So. Yeah, he's he's going to be unbelievable after his two game suspension, I think, three game. Yeah, so yeah, this. yeah, three games. So, oh, Jack Steele just dominate for the first three games and then. Yeah, very true. Crouch come back, get a few tackles, and get Jack Steele They're even a tackling hungry team, aren't they? Oh, Getting having the ball is an inside mid against them. Oh, you're gonna be a tough day out. You're gonna be icing everything after. Oh, you're gonna be a tough day out. 100%. It'll be brutal. Um, and then yeah, number four onto the top four. Top four. So that's what we've all been waiting for. Um, oh, I can't believe this. So this is my rationale behind this selection here. Um, one team always goes from outside the eight and into the top four. Really? So last year it was Port went from I think tenth to first. Yeah. 2019, it was Brisbane from fourth last yeah, to top right. three. Hawks, 2018, went from 10th to second or third. Richmond in 2017, went from bottom, went from outside, I think 10th ninth. again, 9th or 10th, yeah, they always finished 9th back yeah. in the day, to top three. 
And then Geelong and GWS both did it in 2016. Both did make finals in 2015 and made the top four in 2016. There you go. So that's a, that's a hell of a sample size. And that's that just is. as far back as I could be bothered going. Apparently, it goes well further back. There so you go. I'm thinking, who outside the eight from last year doesn't make makes the top four this year? Colton. That, that is a, a call that I did not expect. I think Colton are a top four side this year. And I'm going to lock them in as a top four side because they've got everything that you need for a top four side. They've got pillars in defense. Yeah. Their key forwards are the issue. They've got so many of them, though. And, but how yeah, they can get out in the park. Kerno is even going to play. Who Will he ever play? It's That's the issue, yeah. is the key forward. Mackay who's, who's went in, off. Mackay, that's the main issue, is the key forwards. Guff might be out around one as well. Yeah, so. exactly. If they can get them all firing, then I'd see no way they aren't top four. Yeah. But that's the only issue. But they've got Patrick Cripps, who can be a Brownlow medalist any given night. Sam Walsh looks great. Williams looks like a great recruit. Defence is good. Depth looks nice. Paddy Dow, I think, is going to be a bit of a breakout season. Yeah. I think they're a top four side. And I, I And I think they'll beat Richmond round one as well. Yeah. So that's, that's my bit of a hot wing, sure. But I think Carlton yeah. will be a great side. I think they're going to win... Oh, I'm not going to take a point number on it, but maybe 15 games this year. So I don't mind it. Yeah, I think I think Richmond are top four. I mean, I can't know a top four team. Not what I expected in the no, slightest. Neither did I. Until I expected you to have them outside. No, I'm, I'm putting them in. There you go. That's that is huge. Well, was it was the stat a team from outside of the top eight? Yeah, oh, going okay. to top four. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where did the Bulldogs finish last season? Seventh or something? Uh, yeah, yeah. I got Bulldogs number four. Right. So nothing to do with the stats. No, honest. not at all. Um, <laughs> but no, yeah, I, I think Jump Bulldogs. I was so so impressed by their preseason. Like, again, so I was like, absolutely flogged us. And like we were saying, we were chatting about this the other day, there, there is enough ball to go around. Well, yeah, maybe there is. We thought there wasn't, but... Pre-season showed. Well, they all got, what, 35 touches. It was like four players got 35 touches. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And like McCray got 39. 27, dare I say, or something ridiculous. Yeah, it's just... oh, And Bond up forward looked all right. That goal was pretty unbelievable. Very nice goal. He did look like at home, up front. It's just his set shots, the only issue. Yeah, exactly. But, but you put your player if it's class anywhere. It's going to play fine. Exactly right. So, you're not going to complain too much. Well, they've got no. Caleb Daniel coming out of the back line. Awesome. Ba- the best ball used in the AFL. Oh, his kick is unbelievable. Yeah. I wish I had half that kick. I'll take a quarter. Oh, I'll probably take one-eighth. Yeah, same. And it'll still be 10 times <laughs> good as my kick. Um, 20. And then Bailey Williams, obviously, he's yeah. just continuing to improve every year. And yeah. Him alongside Caleb Daniel, the two SA boys, yeah. going ham. So... Uh, yeah, I reckon the Bulldogs just just gonna be too strong if they can get it clicking with their forwards. Like you got Bond obviously going up there. You got Norton, who's unbelievable on his day, like yeah. ridiculous to watch. Like he flies at the ball better than the most. Oh, he's it's just so courageous. Yeah, he's absolute lock for a concussion this year. Like if he <laughs> yeah. keeps flying like that, and then you got um, yeah, Ugo Hagen. So I think he's gonna take off. He just he's got he all looks the tools. Exciting. He has all the tools. So. You can't really go wrong with that. There's not really much to say, to be fair. They've just got a stacked midfield. Good luck getting the ball off them. Yeah. And you, you need the ball to score, and they're not really going to give you the ball at all. So No, they're not. Exactly right. Uh, no, fair enough. Can I knock you for that? On to the top three. I've gone Geelong at three. Um, only reason why I don't have them at one is purely I because I hate it. of what you were saying before about uh, they're probably going to have to rest some players. So that's probably the only reason why I don't have them one. Actually, that is the only reason why I don't have them one. I hate it. So I got him at three. I think, yeah, how do you stop Tom Hawkins and Jeremy Cameron? Um, and I'm going to speak about it after a bit more, but there's some other players in that team which I think 
are going to be the real spearheads behind Geelong. So there you go. Yeah, oh, more okay. than the big names that you're expecting. So there you go. Well, the midfield's stacked now. Midfield's you, done. You got Smith going down the flanks, and you're going to have Higgins. In and that was their wing. main weakness was their wings. Yeah, their their width is un, right now is unbelievable. And now you got Smith in there, who short thirty two or oh, two thirty two, thirty three, something yep. like that, but. Uh, yeah, they're a top three team. But lock him in for a goal from 60, he just always seems to slot them. They're a top three team, and I don't see any other way of them not being a top three team. Fair enough, yeah. I just, As I said before, just they lost Harry Taylor at the back, which is it's sort of a big loss. More yeah. more than his skills. 100%. It's just that he shores up the... the yeah, and you feel confident line, with so. him being behind you. So yeah, exactly right. They can make an issue, but they've got enough depth back there with Stewart and Colin Chasney and etc. And yeah, I think they're fine. Yeah. No, Who have you got a three then, Dogger? I've got the... The mighty put power. You got power at three? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't want to put him any higher. I think it's just the perfect spot for him. Yeah. Like, where they come last year, one. Yeah. Um, I don't think they're going to decline, but I think everything went right for him last season. Yeah, and that's fair call. And it, does, like, it doesn't really go... I'm not saying they can't win it, obviously. No. Three, like, you can win it from three pretty easy, but I just don't see everything going as right as it did last season yeah. with all the young players clicking so well and... Everything like that. They've obviously got obviously obviously got Alir Alir now as well, yeah. which I think is a really good X factor. Uh, I was talking to you about that the other day. He was unbelievable with fourteen marks in the preseason. Yeah, fantastic so, game. Yeah, and yeah, I can't really argue against it if you put them anywhere in the top three. Wouldn't yeah. surprise me. I feel like it's going to be two, top three. Two be the same, aren't they? Really? really? Yeah. Apart from Geelong. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah, I've gone Richmond with the two. Yeah. So they're the Tigers. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Like they just, uh, they just churn out the talent. Yeah. Like Higgins leaves, they're like, yeah, all right, cool. We've got one weight in the wings. Yeah, it's true. Dan Butler leaves, goes a bit, goes and is amazing. Couldn't even get in there twenty two. So. Yeah, it shows how good they are, doesn't it? It's ridiculous the depth. Like they can just bring anyone in when there's any injuries. That's why they're sort of built for the the home yeah. and away season as well, uh, and obviously the the post season. So. Yeah, I've got Richmond there. Who have you taken? I've got Lions at two. Um, I think they're in most people's top two, to Yeah, honest. I think they are. They've got a great home record. Joe Danaher comes into that team. Looks like he could be the missing piece. The Gabba's become a bit of a fortress again. Has, 100% it has. Um, it's a tough place to win. So, Cam Rayner, obviously, doing his ACL on the weekend is a bit of a downer for him. Uh, I'm not going to say it's a huge loss. Um, yeah, I don't think it's a huge loss at all. I think it's a, it's a loss, don't get me wrong, but it's not huge. Yeah. Um, it's replaceable, so I don't not think that's going to affect them too much. No, fair enough. But, yeah, that's lines at two. Yeah, I don't mind it. We are recording, aren't we, mate? Yeah, well, of good. course we're recording. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> but uh, have you got to take out the minor premiership then? I've got the lines. Yeah. So, for the, all the same reasons you just mentioned, obviously, Rayner being out is a bit... It's just a sour. It's a downer, yeah, yeah. but it's not a, it's not a killer. It's a downer. you got Danaher up front, which is going to free up Eric the Eel Hipwood. Yeah, he could Mantis. be a huge season this year, Hipwood. He, he could, because the pressure's not really going to be on yeah, him exactly. as much when you got Danaher right there. Both kick three in the preseason. Uh, Good well, sign of things really, to come. Yeah, I don't really read too much into it, but yeah, it's, it's a huge sign of things to come. So I just think they, they've got the best all-round team. They're just so strong. Yeah. Like back line, midfield, into the forward line. It's just oh, like players like Zach Bailey coming through as well. So, yeah. Yeah, they're just sort of churning out talent at the moment. They're doing really well. Oh, they are. They've got some good leaders in there as well, which is big. Well, that leaves me with Port on top. Um, I'm, no matter what, this is going to be slammed because it's a biased take, but... They might have premiers last year, and they've gotten better. Um, I can't, you, you can't tell me that Zach Butters or or Dersma or Rosie aren't going to take the next step this year. Um, so they've gotten better, um, and I think our recruits in Aaliyah and Leah and Fantasia are elite. Yeah. Um, 
elite. Fantasia had six shots on goal in the preseason game. A preseason game, I know, but against the Crows, we're not asking him to Brain do. A, we're not asking him to do a whole lot. Um, yeah. He just needs to be in a key. He needs to be a, that small forward when there's Robbie Gray on the other, on the other side of the pocket. So we're not asking for a whole lot of you, Fantasia. Just no. give us two goals a game. Yeah, make it three. Snag one when you need it. When no one's and on you, and that's it. And I think that's and he's and he's probably the best one of the here we go one of the top ten players in the AFL and that in for that position like to be yeah. a, just a small forward just kick your goals do nothing else yeah so um, I don't see why Port can't go back to back in minor premiers yeah I can't really argue with your list to be honest I think Essendon a little bit high and Carlton just oh I just did not expect that top four wow you got to have a fly big lead it's yeah, a hell of a, you you, it's a hell look, of a your start is it's undefeated so exactly right. We'll see how it goes, see if the stat is ended this year now that you've called it. Yeah, good chance. I've everything I've been touching recently has been going to shit, so... Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, only up from here, they say. So up from here. Yeah, that, that's pretty much it with our ladder predictions. Um, let us know what you think, obviously. Yeah. Uh, let us know who you're, who you're taking for the flag, which is what we're going to go yeah, on to next. Yeah, drop in the so. comments your uh, metal predictions and flag predictions, which we'll get on to now. We'll start with the Brownlow medal, I say, because it's... Yeah, we can do, yeah. Um, I feel like the Premiership with the Norm Smith, they're... It's it's a it's a tough one. So let's go with the Brownlow medal. Yeah, I've gone Patrick Cripps. Yeah, and I know you agree. Uh, I don't know if you've got him down there, but I know you can give me some merit for it. But we've already said it. Well, I think Cullen's going to be a top four team. Yeah, and therefore, who's going to be the best player on that team? It's going to be Patrick Cripps. Absolute ball. Um, yeah. I don't think you think around. All right, who's going to challenge him for the Brownlow? Lockie Neal to go back. It's very hard to go back to back in Brownlow. So I'm going to say that's out. Um, Fife's going forward. Dustin Martin's probably not going to play enough games or go forward. I think and Patrick Cripps hasn't won one yet, so um, it's going to be pushing for it. Yeah, and think, all the I boys are going to be pushing for exactly. it. Exactly. So contract I, year, contract year. So I think Cripps for Brownlow. It's not a huge hot take. Um, no. I think he's second favorite right now at seven dollars. Yeah. Um, nine dollars actually. Nine dollars. There yeah. you go. So no, I, I think Cripps. I think Cripps for the Brownlow. Um, bit mind. of a lottery. It's a lottery to guess a Brownlow. Yeah, but, you got it wrong. Um, even even when season's said and done, it's pretty yeah, hard it's to exactly, guess anyway. So. As we know too well, too well. And that's with all the evidence in front of us. So, so um, Crips for me. Yeah. See, I had Jack Steele all day. I like it. but And then I changed to Crips. Yeah. But now that you've said Crips, I'm just going to go Jack Steele. Right, yeah. So, Jack Steele last year had a breakout season. Was unbelievable last year. Loved watching him. Even getting forward was snagging goals. Um. And then this year, he's got Brad Crouch with him, which some may look at it and say, yeah, you put a player, another player in the midfield, another high-volume ball getter, yeah. going to take some touches off of him. But he's not a high-volume touch getter anyway. No. Like, that's not why he's good. He's so impactful. An impact, yeah, exactly, 100%. And you've got the pressure in there of having Crouch tackling. Like, yeah. Blokes in lay like eight, nine tackles a game. It'll 100% he is. And then, then you've got um, who's crumming steel. He's just coming straight through and just crumming off those shitty handballs that yeah. are getting wrapped up by the Anaconda Brad Crouch. So yeah. I, I really like it. Uh, and I think Saints will he do really well. He well last year as well. The yeah, like, surprisingly. He finished in the top handful of players. But now he's going to get noticed more as well. And that's always a big that's thing with the Brownlows. That's 100%. Because like, they, they look at you and go, oh, you've had a good season, but you only got... 13 votes yeah next season oh remember Paddy Cripps yeah he was unbelievable we should vote him because he just absolutely dominated the same as he did last year yeah but now we're seeing it more because we're looking for it I, um, I like that yeah so and it's going to be more attacking game this year as well yeah Um. so with the man on the mark thing like it seems to be more attacking and more like pushing forward and you saw in the St Kilda Carlton game 
they were just scoring non-stop. No, so Jack Steele will get in on that a little bit as well. So, yeah, I, I like think that. Jack Steele, $15 as well. Go uh, gamble responsibly on that one. Yeah. Uh, I think I'll, I'll be getting on that before the season starts because it might come in really quickly. No, I like that. All right. We'll yep. crack on to... Should we do the Rising Star? Yeah, well, why not? Why not? I think I everyone's going to say Matt Rowe because it makes sense. I think he gave us the best three games of football we might have ever seen from a rookie. Yeah. Um, I've got against Matt Rowe purely because I don't want to give Matt Rowe as it's a pretty boring answer. Yeah. Um, so because he, he will get more attention as well exactly so he might get copper tag every now and then as well and we That'd don't be pretty know how he's going to come back from his injury yeah exactly it was a bad injury so really bad. Um, Gary Ablett struggled with that injury exactly years, so. so yeah nothing against Matt Rowe I mean he's probably going to win it but I've gone against him I've gone with Braden Campbell alright I don't even know who that so is so he was his fifth or sixth pick in the draft this year yeah played very well in his trial games yeah and Sydney need someone they need someone to step up in that midfield and be a little bit of a, I don't know, a bit of a live wire. So just a roughie, Brandon Campbell. That's it. I got my, don't have much else to say on it. Just thought I took a flyer. Do you know what he's paying? Not a clue actually. There you go. Dare I say a bit? Yeah, a fair bit. Yeah, I had a look. It wasn't an outlandish because I think he was he was he was not outlandish. He was in the top five favourites yeah. or so. But yeah. um, people are liking Will Phillips as well. Yes, that's a big one. Both of those North Melbourne boys. Yeah, Phillips and um, oh, I forgot another one now. Uh, Power, whatever it is. Uh, but yes, yeah, both those North Melbourne boys look like they could be stirring it up. But yeah, Brandon Campbell for me, bit of a flyer. I've jumped on a player who last season came in. I think he played, might have played two or three games. Really, really impressed me. Right, Tom Green. Yeah, okay, interesting. Like me- really mega impressive. So I think with the lack of forwards this season, yeah, I think Toby Green's going to go more forward. Yeah. Like 75% time forward, like that much. If not more, doesn't shock me. Yeah, exactly. Because he sort of plays as that mid-size key-ish defender. He does. And it doesn't make any sense. But it works. About five, six. But he definitely does play that. Yeah, and because he's obviously got the hops as well. And he's just just in front of goal. He's reliable. So, But Tom Green, going to get... Going to get into that midfield. I think I might put him in my dream team. I'm not too sure. There's a lot of not a lot of touches to go around. No. But we're talking about the rising star. We're not talking about the Brownlow. So no. Tom Green at nine dollars. I was impressed by those odds. That is not bad. Nine bucks because I, I think he's the potentially the best player we've seen out of all of the rising star noms, apart from Raul, obviously, because Raul is absolutely dominating. So. Yeah, I think I think Tom Green, really good shout, especially at nine dollars, bit of value for you. And like you, Cam, I didn't want to go and say, um, I didn't want to go and say that Rao would win it because he's probably going to win it anyway. So, moving on to the Coleman Medal. Yes. So obviously the leading goal kicker in the AFL. Yeah, it's a very hard one to pick as well because um, you've got your obviously you've got your your, your staples yep. that you're going to have around there. But Tom Hawkins, do you think, is not going to get it this year because of Jeremy Cameron? Jeremy and then vice versa goes the same for Jeremy Cameron. So yeah. Ben Brown's injured. Um, it's a tough one. So that's why I think yeah. there's an opening this year for a random common medalist. Well, not a random, but um, not one of those three. And like, so, you, you might see a little bit of Alira Lear up forward as well for Port. So maybe taking a little bit away from Dixon, especially um, in the last like, sort of five, ten minutes of game. Potentially. So. I can see Dixon winning it, but um, I one, took it, didn't say it because I don't want to sound too biased. And you but two, it. he is just not consistent enough in, in terms of a uh, kicking straight. Yeah, fair enough. So I've gone with a bit of a throwback. I've gone with Josh Kennedy for all this, for common medals. So I hate it. Um, he's proven he can do it. He can prove it. He can do it. He's back in Perth. 
every game where he just knows how to kick that ball from any part of that ground. Yeah. And I think they're going to win enough games to play finals. Therefore, they're going to have a key forward to kick at least 50-odd goals. And 50-odd goals might win it for you this year. So, who's to say? Uh, You slice Hawkins and Cameron in half. You take out four games of Ben Brown's season. I think it's going to be high scoring, though. It it could be. Uh, That's the unknown, but... um, I, I, it could it could be a sixty goal sixty goal Coleman so um that's why yeah, I take Candy and you got to back Candy in to kick three goals pretty much every game yeah exactly so and he's got a bags of six to seven once every month yeah so especially after stadium full time games as well, exactly so. so I've just gone that's Kennedy I I'm going with someone who is a favourite of the show big yep. favourite uh the uncle they call him right Toby Green wow yeah great call. Yeah, so I was saying it before. I think he's going to spend a lot of time forward. It's a key forward. You're right. Great if, call. If he if he scores four four to six goals in a game, I don't think can I. No, he played. It was a game last year. He got like twenty nine touches. He came back. It was his first game back. Twenty nine touches. They won the game, and he kicked four goals. And he bought, he was playing forward like forty five percent of the time. Great call. Because. As I said, he, he can play as that sort of key-ish forward. He like The mid-size key forward. Got great hands. But who who was training up a lot last year? The small forwards. They were. So you had, all, like, you had the Charlie Cameron, you had the Dan Butlers, you had all the small guys. Papleys, they were all around Papley, there. Yeah, get, getting their piece of it. And I think Toby Green is 100 times more talented than all of them. Yeah. No, disrespect to them, it's just how much I rate Toby Green. And I think he's just an absolute goal sneak. But that's not how he gets most of his goals. Just because no. he's so smart. Yeah. So around goal, they're going to need someone to step up. Oh, and okay. I don't rate Himmelberg to step up. Nope. I don't rate Finlayson to step up. Nope. I really rate Toby Green to step up. Rate it. Love so, it, actually. as the Coleman medal, I don't know what it's paying. Like, like, it'd be paying it'd a bit. It'd be big. I reckon it'd be like 30, 40 bucks at least. Potentially. I don't mind that and even in the slightest. GWS just quick pace, like fast paced oh, team. Are. Go, go hell for leather and really, really good endurance team. Yeah. So they're going to go, like, obviously the 20-meter quarterbacks is going to help them a little bit. Yeah. And I think they're going to outscore teams. I think it's going to come back on them and the def- like, their back line is just going to fall to shit because there's yeah, a lot of younger exactly players. Like, that happens. You don't gel as quick. Yeah. Obviously, you got some of the like better defenders of the competition back there still. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think they're just going to score that's that really, many goals real really quick. And we love Uncle Toby Green. Yeah, we so. do. I think he's a top 10 player in the AFL. So I, I back you in there. He's awesome. I, I really rate him. So yeah, I've gone I've gone Toby Green. So. Great call. Yeah. And yeah, we'll go we'll go the premiership I reckon next. Yep. So who who have you taken there? I've gone Port. Oh, far out. I knew you would have. It's a lose-lose for me in this situation because I go for him. So therefore I'm biased. But going off last year, we were five points out of a grand final and we added a Lear Lear, our biggest need, which is a tall defender. You're telling me a Lear Lear doesn't play in that prelim. That we don't win? Yeah. We needed someone told to pardon Lynch and Revolt. Yeah. So, we added that. And you've got... He's probably your tallest back now. He's our tallest player, but off our rights. Yeah. Oh, so, really? Yeah, so you had, like, Cleary back there, or Cleary, whatever his name is, and then you had Jonas. Yep. Who, yeah, they're just, like, pretty stock standard. They'll stand there and mark it under the ball. Yeah. With real courage. But Lee's going for the bloody Sharon. Oh, he's that... He's flying at it. He is that um, intercept, spoiler, end marker... That yep. we needed, that every team has now. Yeah, exactly. everyone has everyone an inset marker, whether it's Rampy, whether it's Tom Stewart, whether it's Stephen Jeremy McGovern, Stephen May. Everyone's got an intercept marker, and we don't, we haven't really had it 
enough. Yeah. Because uh, Jonas and Cleary more your lockdowns. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I think I think I think Port. Yeah, I know. I like bias, but I don't, I don't mind it. Like I can see it happening. Obviously, yeah. more more Adelaide uh, games this year as well. Yeah. Going to be like as we saw with Brady in the Super Bowl sleeping in your own bed the night before games it yeah. helps quite a lot 100%. so uh, yeah I, I've oh and who have you gone the, the Norm Smith flag game as well, well? I've gone put me in the flag I'm going to take Travis Boat doing the Norm oh, Smith see I don't know about it like I think it, I think it's the most on a bit, I think he might take a step back this year just but I think that. every time that there's a big game he always gets the best on I think he's got showdown medals coming out of his ass um, so and I think maybe Robbie Gray he's the only other person say. Robbie Gray is the best Port Adelaide's best player um but I think Robbie Gray's lost that midfield role now. He's yeah. got to be that f- small forward predominantly, 100% of the game, dare I say, wow. unless he's going to you know, come through for a few center bounces. I can't see him attending many CBAs. Think, uh, Butters and Rosie will go back. Yeah, I think Butters so. is going to be taking that midfield spot, 100%, and Rosie, yeah. when he gets his foot right, 100% as well. So Yeah, definitely. And we know Robbie Gray's getting on. So yeah. let's prolong his career and give him that Gary Ablett role that he had for the last three years. I don't mind it at all. So... I- I think that's why I got Boke. I'm very surprised you haven't gone with Robbie Gray as the Norm Smith. Yeah. If you're on Port for the win, because Robbie Gray, big time player, hundred percent is big game player, hundred percent is, and you love Robbie Gray. I do. Like we saw against Carlton, just slotted yeah. it with ease. It was like it was right in front. Actually, exactly. if it was right in front, I would have missed that. Yeah. Hundred percent. But so, um, that's why I went Boke. So, oh, I've gone sort of similar thinking to you. Yeah. Well, I've gone the Lions. Wow, I can't see him doing it, but carry on. Oh, I think it's their year this year. Really? They need to hit this year. They got Danaher. Like, who knows how many seasons he can string in a row. Yeah. They've got, unfortunately, Rainer's out now, but you've got Zorko for probably not much longer. Yeah. Mitch, Mitch Robinson, like, I don't know. He's a great podcaster, but I don't know. He may, might be getting on a little bit. Yeah. Um, And then you've got all the young players still as well. And they're and still they're, growing. Yeah, they're still growing. They're coming into it. And I don't mind it. I think the Lions could really take it this year. It's going to be one of those ones like Port with last year. Yeah. Like everything will go right and it'll, yeah. everything will be at the Gabba right up until the MCG and they get a bit of play time with the MCG throughout the year as well. Yeah. And they build up their confidence on it and I really like it. I don't. I can't hate it, but they just scream home and away season to me. Yeah, That's I know what you mean. They're a home and away season team. They don't scream well, the, finals. The hardest thing for them to do is beat Richmond in the Gabba. Yeah. And they did that. And they did that. So... Oh, that fills me with heaps of confidence. And then they're going to lose Geelong pretty quickly. Geelong just bullied them. They did. And that's why I don't... Because I look at that Brisbane Lions team and go, who's going to grab a game by the scruff of its neck yeah. and win it? Yeah. Lucky Neil doesn't scream that player to me. No. I don't see McCluggage, anyone else in that team. No, not really. Cluggage, he's like, a, he's like a Josh Kelly. Yeah. He's a Rolls-Royce. He's not going to win you a game. No. They don't have that, all right, let's fucking win this game right now. So that's another reason why I disagree, but yeah, I get it. Fair enough, yeah. But oh, I just I do see it happening this year, and obviously we could have picked Richmond, but I think that's yeah. a bit of an obvious answer. This Much like with the Rao thing, we've gone against the favourite there. Exactly. I think Richmond, uh, obviously, I mean, they're to, to do it again. eventually, isn't it? I know, right? You'd think it would, Fucking but they just hell, keep churning. sick of them. They get churning players <laughs> in, so... All and right. my Norm Smith for that game, why well, I said similar thinking, yeah. is a, a club icon that's been there for a while. And Robbo. Zorko. Oh, Zorko. Zorko, if I think if they get to the grand final, yeah. I'm putting everything I have on them to win and yeah. Zorko for the Norm Smith. Right. Or at least a couple of snacks. Even if they come up against Richmond. Exactly. I will. Because wow. I just see Zorko stepping up in that sort of game. Really? In my head. I don't know why. I can't explain it. 
I see Zorko stepping up. Oh, I've been with this club for X amount of years. I've seen him through the thick and thin. Yeah. Everything. I've pushed up. I'm getting on a bit now. I've only got a, probably a few years left with the injuries last year. And he's just going to push and play, play in the big games for them and Fair. show up. But you know what I think of when you say that? I think of I go back two years ago and JWS playing Richmond and we loaded up on Toby Green for North Smith. I see the exact same yeah, result did. there. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, no. I hey, who knows? It. Only Tom will tell. No, I so. don't. It's a, it's a, if anyone can predict the premiership at the start of the year... It's you and I. It's you and I. Not Definitely not. Not a chance. Uh, so, back against Port and Lions now that yeah. we've said that. Richmond uh, and Geelong are pretty much on a lock for top two in finals. Grand final now. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Uh, and now, you're the winger defense player of the year. Yeah. So, still don't know why this is not an award in the AFL. Yeah, I don't know why. It's is there any AFL award like that? No. I can't think. No, not, not even close. There's no defensive player no. of the year. There's nothing. There was... Stupid. There's all Australian and that's it. Yeah, it's just all Australian spots. That's it. It's a bit... Yeah, no, I don't know why it's not. Anyway. So I think it's just a great award to give out because I, I know you do as well. I yeah. just really respect the defenders and they don't get enough credit. Well, I think the defenses are built on, are built on def- premierships are built on defenders. Yeah. 100%. Definitely is. Yeah. So you got your, you got your key defenders sorted out and everyone around them, you're going to be t- uh, challenging every year. I feel like we might have gone for the same player here. I think we might have. I've gone with Weedering. Yeah, I've gone Weeders as well. Injury so. depending. Yeah, obviously. But just with, as I said before, that camaraderie in that locker room as well. Yeah. And the back line is just, as soon as they're going to intercept it, they can look up and they'll have about six targets to hit. They do. So it's going to be easy to defend behind that. Yeah, no. With I that agree. pace getting back as well, helping them. So. Yeah. No, I think we can both be happy with that. His spoiling abilities, his one-on-one contest ability, his just overall defending abilities are second yeah. to none. The IQ, unbelievable. He took a huge leap last year yeah. and really just got into the spotlight for everyone. Yeah. And his IQ, he's always been there with the IQ, but it just really shone through last year with his ability stepping up to the same level as that. Like that. Uh, and I was very, very impressed by it. So I think he'll, he'll do much the same again yeah. and win that defense player of year. Oh, I think we, we could have given it to him last year. Obviously, we didn't do it last year, but... Probably could have given it to him last year as well. So, well, I'll say this leads into our next prediction. Then we've gone with a few all Australian players. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna imagine you're the same as me right now, as it leads straight into it. I've gone Weedering to get his first AA nod. I can't believe he didn't get it last year. No, I was looking at it. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, that was he was borderline. So I think we can pretty much lock him in for for an AA berth this year. I think he definitely will be in there. Um, I've gone. One, two, three. I've got four players here. Uh, okay. One's a bit of a meh, but the other two I'm very keen on for the All Australian. All right, sure. Uh, this one's not as much of a roughie, but Brad Hill for, for an All Australian berth on the wing. I think that but they, there's no winger. This is my thing. I feel like they got so much backlash last year when they when they chose no wingers. They'll yeah. go, all right, fuck, let's put a winger in this year. Okay. And you go back to twenty minute quarters, how it should be. Who's the most and who's the most the best endurance player in the AFL? Not named Gaff is Bradley Lockie Hill. Whitfield. Oh, okay. Oh, Whitfield. Too. Brad Hill as well. Yeah. Yeah, but Brad Hill's a top three. Let's call him that. Yeah, definitely. So, so. Um, yeah, and I think people just didn't really realise how good he was, how good of a recruit he was because of the shortened quarters. I say, um, mm. I think we'll really realise. All right, this is actually a very, very good recruit that everyone's kind of forgotten about. And they used him so wrong last year as well. Oh, like, I did. The coach even came out and admitted that. So. I did. You know, like, like I said, we need to give him the ball more. And yeah. I think and that's why I can see him averaging 20-odd touches a game. And he's one and of the best users of the ball in the AFL, exactly. so it's stupid not to give he'll it to He'll be number one in metres gained to finish the season probably, and yep. I think he'll be um, there in All-Australian. There you go. I don't agree with that at all. There you go. I just think he's just nowhere near the level of any other midfielder in the comp. That's like, why the winger part has, That's why uh, I yeah, think I understand I what you mean. Go with the wingman. Give me one of yours then. So, I've got Weeders as well. Yep. 
Where uh, is that? Have you gone? How many have you gone? Five. I've got four together. All oh, right. Well, but mainly three. One's a bit of a well, shout. One I wanted to chuck in there. I know you just chucked one in there. Is Ridley? Yep. I think it was unlucky not to make it last year. Yeah. Made the forty man squad, but I think Ridley could really make it. Obviously, it has to step up this year. Uh, just yep. by necessity with uh, oh, Hurley being out necessity. like huge and he's going to get pounded as well yeah no I can see that happening too just not because of anything else bar they were desperate for him exactly but yeah he won their best and fairest last year yep. so I think he can go out and do much the same again but uh, I've gone Stephen May alright and I was so angry last year it I was very close livid he didn't make the 40 man squad I know but I feel like he was the stiffest one to not make that 40 man squad so. he, it was stiff if he didn't make the 22 man squad yeah. Or whatever it is. Yeah, I don't know. You, you thought that. Anyway. Stephen May last year was our best player if Petrarca didn't play like the greatest season anyone's ever seen. Like, honestly, Stephen May all year was the only good decision maker we had. Yeah. He was unbelievable going back with the flight. Unbelievable any intercept mark. All of his IQ in the back line. The only reason we got the ball out of the back 50 at any point was because of him. Well, you, found a, you finally figured out how to use him. Exactly. And I think he figured out how to use himself. And his run and carry was unbelievable as well. I didn't expect it from him. The bloke's stuffed up in the past. He's not. He wasn't the best at the Gold Coast. He no. was mucking around and then he came into the Demons and he was out having a few frothies with the boys because he does like his frothies. Nothing wrong with that either. No. Uh, and he just got his head screwed on last year and became a real leader. And the second half of the season... It all clicked. He was the best defender in the competition. That's a shout. And I'm going to disagree but it all clicked with the running carry with the distribution with the inset marking with the IQ <coughs> everything he had and for him not to even make the 40 man last year was that was disrespectful that was disrespectful was so angry about it. so he'll easily make it this year absolutely no doubt Jake Lever's going to get a step, take a step up again yeah. the reason Jake Lever had a good season last year was I think mostly down to Stephen May so Stephen May deserves that recognition as well huge huge Stephen May man love it fair enough I'll give you that who have you got next? I know um, you've got a few more to go. I'm going to go... No, just, just the two more. Um, this one here, I'm just going to get it over and done with. It's a bit of a biased take. Um, and Leo Lee, I think, could, if he uh, gives me no. something that he gave me last... Oh, no, this one. Then he could be a shout. I don't see it happening, it but... Happen. Bit of a shout. That's that one over and done with. But this was this is the one I'm actually really keen on. I wish you didn't on. even say it. <laughs> this is the one I'm actually very keen on to uh, potentially make All-Australian. Sean Higgins. I saw Higgins down there, and I thought about four other Higgins before him. Sean Higgins, he's gone to Geelong, and it, <clears throat> this is his this is his career done pretty well. He's got probably this will be his last year. The twilight, the twilight. twilight. He's got same. maybe two seasons left in him, and I find that probably not. This is probably it. Interesting. Um, he's going to throw everything he has at this year to win a flag, and he's going to take that half forward role that Gary Ablett had, yeah. and play it just the same, if not better, and actually get a whole season out of him. I think Sean Higgins and I think Geelong are a top three team. A top, I think I'm three, didn't I? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah three, so they're yeah. a top three team. They're going to win enough games to make to be a, a point of interest. And he's a great. He's one of the better ball users in the AFL. Yeah. And look who he's kicking to in the forward line. Yeah. He's got targets galore, and look who's getting him the ball out of the midfield. So this is I very could see true. Sean Higgins having a fantastic season on that half forward because he's gonna have that half forward role all to himself. Yeah, he doesn't have to. At North Melbourne, they were playing. Um, yeah, North Melbourne. Yeah, North they were playing him on a half back. They had him through the guts. They had him on a wing. He just plays half forward. He's, he's gonna, gonna have this little goals. pocket of space just yep. to work his magic. In. He's gonna kick goals and he's gonna set up goals and he's gonna make an all Australian team. There you go forward, on a half forward flank. Wow. Well, if they don't screw up like last year, yeah. they put Dusty in there, which is okay. They put Bond Pelly in there. 
They were just put danger. It was like four midfielders. It was too much. It was ridiculous. And I feel like they got so much backlash on that. They're going to go resort back this year to proper, proper positions. There'd still be a midfielder in the forward pocket, I'm sure, yeah. or a forward flank. Um, but I think they'll go. They'll scale it back a little bit. I hope so. Yeah. No. Oh, there you go. I didn't expect you to say uh, Higgins at all. I wasn't thinking. No, they're there's some roughies. Uh, but I've got a real roughie. I've just seen it and I don't it carry on. You hate it, don't you? Oh, it's immensely. Max King. Max King is going to be... See, this is how much I rate St. Kilda this year. They're going to be... Max King. Top four or five side. And he is going to... It's, no, listen. It's the storyline. He is going to bring back the key forward. He is the true key forward. Matthew Lloyd's going to be sitting there. Oh, I love Jonathan it. Jonathan Brown's going to be coming love, in his pants. I love King. Oh, I love King. Loving it. All of them. It's going to be a big love fest with King. This bloke will go out, kick 55, 60 goals. Oh, get fucked. I'm calling it. Come I'm on. I'm calling it right now. That's your wing. That's your wing. 50 to 60 goals That's for your Max hot wing. King. That's your hot wing. You'd, Max you'd... King of St. Kilda, by the way, in case you got confused. Obviously, his twin brother could also make it. Oh, Don't think so. Oh, God. But Max King, this is technically his second se- season. Missed his first yeah, season with the knee reco. Exactly. It is. And these kids put on two, three, maybe even four kilos of muscle. He's looking big. He's going to bully people. And he's got that forward line all tall. Like, oh, mate. Dan Butler with him as well. Just give him a little cheeky handballs. This kid is so talented. He is going to slot right in there, whether it's in the interchange or whether it's in the forward line. Because as I said before, they're not going to have midfielders in the forward line anymore. It's going to be pure forwards. All forwards in there. Hawkins won't make AA. Jeremy Cameron won't make AA. I don't know any of them too. All of uh, uh, JJK won't make won't make it. None of these guys. Dixon? Cannibal out. Papley. Dixon won't make it. it. Dixon won't make it. Oh my god. No one from the Demons will make it. No. None. Of, no one from. So it has to be no Max King. Richmond. He's next. He's, Max he's next man up, isn't he? Max King. Oh god. Is the savior. He will make AA this year. I I bet my bottom dollar on it. All right, if he kicks 35 goals, I'll speak to you. I'll be shocked. He will kick 50 plus goals. If he kicks goals. 35, I'll be shocked. He will kick... That's not even my wing. He'll kick 50 your plus your hot goals. Wing is, your hot wing's going to be fucking burning hot. All right. There you go. That's enough of AFL. That's the preview done. Yeah, a bit of a lengthier episode because I know... Well, we know you guys really wanted the yeah. the AFL. So We've there, been very heavily NBA dominated. So exactly. this is a primarily AFL one. And it's obviously the, pre- the, the preview to the season. So there's a big... A big uh, let off into the into the season for you, and and hopefully you all agree with what we said. I highly doubt that though. All right, we're gonna wrap it up very soon. This podcast, uh, we're gonna do this very quickly because yeah, I don't want to really talk quick. about it very very quickly. Is the Cam Stables? Oh, um, I thought we we're going in the NBA. No, getting this over and done with oh, real no. quick. Um, it was a bad week last week. It was a shocking Terrible. week last week. Oh, the jacket. Do you even deserve to put the jacket on? Nope, because I don't even. I think I have to pawn it because I'm that broke. Um, oh. Look, it was a bad week. And if you actually look at this statistic, I um, pulled up from. Here we go. There was... We'll put it on the screen. We won't, but it, maybe. Seven. Seven horses that were, uh, that were closed at under $2.70 that lost in group races on the weekend. Wow. There were favourites galore that did nothing. Does this include the Adelaide Cup? This includes... Then make it eight. That includes the Adelaide Cup oh, at eight. Oh, gosh. It's horrible. M and $1.90 loss. Agon, $2.50 loss. Nature Strip, $1.95 loss. September run. We don't need to bring that up again. Oh, no. Loss. It oh, was a dis- September run so 50 much. stars. $3.50 came 10th. 
It was an absolute... St- personal, $2.30 in the last comes out and gets How third. That I've got no idea. So, terrible week to start the camp stables, but a terrible week to punt. Should have waited, it, waited or gone the week before. Terrible week to punt. So, I'm going to keep this very short. Just a one tip. Oh, um, there's one, there is a tip. I don't even think you tip. deserve to put a no, tip No, I'm just giving out the one tip. And this one is actually very dependent on the next few days regardless. So this might not even be a tip come Friday. Oh, but no. there's rain coming in to Moody Valley on Saturday. They're expecting 5 to 10 mils Saturday. And yep. they're expecting, I think, 5 mil on Sunday as time of recording now, which is Tuesday night. Um, who's to say that the rain doesn't come in a little bit earlier? Which is, I mean, it's five days in advance. So it could rock up Friday and yep. come through Saturday. If it does rock up on that Friday or rock up early enough Saturday for the All-Star Mile, I'm putting the house on Sir Dragon A. He's the class horse in the race and he's a top weight, but he's not the weight's not going to be an issue. If, if that track is wet, he wins the race. And yeah. his odds are right now are like 20 to 1 because it's not wet. If it's wet, he would be about 8 to 1. So keep an, eye on the, keep an eye on the rain. Uh, but I think Sir Dragon A... He's drawn not too bad. I can't remember his exact uh, barrier. I think it might be nine. Um, but yeah, so, Sir Dragon A. That's the go. only tip for the week for the All-Star Mile, depending on the rain. Might go one for one. Might go one for one. Probably how, go, how might much, go zero for one. How, how is the, what's the chance of rain? Uh, they're getting five to ten mils that day, no matter what. Oh, it will happen? Yeah. Oh, okay. 100%. I'm thinking it might come in earlier as well. They're saying that. So they're getting Hopefully. five to ten mil. I'm not sure what time of day it's coming in, though, so it might not come out till after the race. That's yeah. the issue. But they're expecting five to ten mils that day. Very hard to predict the weather five days in advance. So if that rain comes through a little bit earlier, that Saturday morning, Friday night, etc., Saturday day, and the track gets to a soft five. Light up. Yeah, I think so. Dragon A wins Damn the responsibly, but load up. And just like we said from, you know, no one won last week. So therefore, you're always going to chase your losses. Um, always bet irresponsibly and get on to Dragon A. Thank you very much. No, don't listen to that. But, Cam uh, Sable's done. Cam Sable's done and dusted. Might not come back next week Might if be. he goes over <laughs> one. Uh, honestly. This is a 20 to 1 pop as well, by the way. Yeah. That's Cam Sable's done. Yeah. Now we'll go a quick hot wing. Um, my hot wing for the week. Um, it's a Sriracha. Yep. Crows to win wooden spoon. $5 on sports bet. Load the family on it. Long-term hot wing. Don't mind yep. it. $5, I'll be getting on that yep. every day of the week. Put it in every multi. Crows for wooden spoon. Love oh, it. I'm going to say Max King, 50 goals. That's not even a hot wing. That's like a ghost chili pepper challenge. That is, like, that's just like stupid. That is Carolina, Carolina Reaper. That is dumb. So I'm going to be getting on Max King, 50 goals. I think it's breakout season. AA in the, in the works. Heard it here first. And before we wrap it up, real quickly, the hot wing last week, my Illinois. I said they had two very big games. They beat Michigan and beat Notre Dame. They beat Michigan by 20 plus, who were the second ranked team in the top in the Big Ten. Did you watch it? Not a chance. How do you know they look great? Because they won by 20 plus. I'll take your word for That's it. That's all you need to hear. But regardless, they go and beat Ohio State. They're into $10 to win the title now, to win the NCAA, into $2.60 to uh, make the final four. No, oh, yeah. $4 last time when I said the hot wing. So just keep it on, Illinois. They're looking very, very good. I don't mind it at all. They're fourth favourite now to win the whole entire thing. It's unreal. It was a great call. Really great yeah, call. It was. So uh, unfortunately, hope you all got on at $19. Well, you both didn't. I did. But did? yes, I oh. did. So Take word for it. Yeah, no, I did. So we'll see how we go. But that's my, that's a hot wing's done for the week. Yeah. And that's, I reckon it's done, isn't it? Well, I reckon I'll do my hot wing. Oh, you haven't done yours? No. Well, I've already said it. Max King, 50 goals. We don't need to say it again. Heard it here first. Oh, good God. All right. Well, that's it for us, everyone. Episode <laughs> three, done and done. Shocking hot wing. Anyway. It's, uh, 
It was a long episode. I hope Very you stuck long. through. Yeah. If you stuck here, then flick us a DM and we'll give you a free T-shirt. Yeah. If you stuck around. It's pretty Thanks good. Thanks to our it? brand new sponsors, Chemology. Chemology. We'll Get flick you a Chemology T-shirt if you've made it this far. And you've heard that. Just DM us, all right? All right. So, uh, yeah, that's it. Just make sure to top us up on Spotify. The lights are going off now. It's just time to wrap it up, isn't it? It is. Make sure yep. to us on Spotify. At the Winget Podcast. On Instagram. At Winget Podcast. On TikTok. At Winget Podcast. And on YouTube. At Winget Podcast. Thank you very much, everyone. Catch you later. Good night.